How you guys doing? It's episode 500 of Motorcycle Madhouse. Morning mayhem. Yes, we hit that point in time that uh, you have a celebration. 500 episodes. Man, I never knew when I got started I'd go that long, man. Not with Biker News, but we've been here every day to make sure you get your biker news and have some fun doing it. If you want to donate, you can. There is a PayPal link in the description box, or you can do so with the cash app, dollar sign motorcycle madhouse. We're going to be having a fun old time in the second part of the show over on our radio station, www motorcyclemadhouseradio.com or you can download the Xeno app. Yes, the Xeno app over in Google Play, Apple, and all you have to do is follow us over there. Motorcycle Madhouse Radio WMMRDB, baby. Yes, we've come a long way, man. I'm looking back at some of my first episodes. I was like, damn, what a schluck I was. <laughs> oh, Everything evolved since then. And if it wasn't for you guys, it wouldn't have happened. You know, that's a huge mile marker in any business uh, that has to do with radio, the 500th episode. And you guys over on Spotify, iTunes, all you guys rock and roll. Really appreciate it. Uh, you've been able to enable me to really get out there and let my creativity go, have fun, and entertain you guys at the same time. Bring you guys what's going on in the biker scene. A lot of people, they either love me or hate me. I got a lot of haters, man. I do. I got a lot of haters. But, hey, it happens. It happens. Because I always felt for the show to be successful you had to be real with people. You had to be open and honest about your opinions. Uh, e even when I do my other shows while I'm DJing, which, by the way, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on the radio only, I DJ for about an hour and have a good old time, man. We get in all kinds of freaky situations, let me tell you. Uh, but anyway, that's allowed me to do that type of stuff. And I believe that you got to be open and honest about everything. And that's the only way you come out uh, to be real to people. But it's been an awesome freaking run, man. I can't wait to hit 1,000. Yeah, it's been at this a couple years. 1,000 episodes. That would be awesome. We got a lot of moto vlogging coming up. And we got a lot of other different type of stuff. Yes, I thought about it. Yes, I thought about it. And I guess I'll do one video a week. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me to uh, do some, you know, phone call stuff. Okay, cool. From a point of view of an old guy, I guess. I don't know what the series is going to be called. What it is, what it is. Uh, so I'll give you my take on that type of stuff once a week. And that's about it, man. Because I got too much other stuff going on right now. Uh, but that is to, you know, for those that are donating and stuff to see that kind of material. Yeah, okay, I'll do one a week for you. Uh, hopefully you like it. That's what I have to say. It's probably going to bring a lot of heat on both sides of the spectrum, which I always do. I'm like a magnet for haters, man. I'm a magnet. Sad state of affairs sometimes. Sad state of affairs. You know, and I'll be actually talking not only protocol, but tradition. There's two different damn things, man. 
and people always get those two confused, so I guess that'd be uh, one of my first videos that I do on it. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, Conan 1%. You know what? Uh, any of the pagans out there that are listening, and I know there's a bunch of you that do, if you got a free Conan um, fundraiser or page where the uh, audience can donate, if you can get to that to me, I would appreciate it. Because, you know what, looking over the case, he got screwed blued. And I got my hands on uh, some of them court papers that we're going to be going over today uh, later on in the show after I give you some biker news. Then we're going to go over the stuff with Conan. And wait till you see this, man. It's freaking ridiculous. Any judge looking at these uh, criminal indictment would see that this is horse poopy. It's horse poopy, man. But that's the way the cops are. That's the way the... You know what? The one that wrote up this ATF agent that wrote up one of these uh, uh, summaries, reports, whatever the hell they call them, reminds me of that uh, stall in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, that... Mm, yeah. It's one of them types, I can tell you, man. So we're going to go over and get some biker news in real quick. Uh, you, yeah, they automatically start up all the time. Uh, but anyway, we're going to go to Chris Best over at Biker Dad. And again, stay with us through the show. We're going to be talking about uh, Keith uh, Conan Ricker. Uh, he got really screwed, the national president of the Pagans Motorcycle Club. You're going to find it very interesting, just like I did. But let's go on get some biker news out of the way real quick. <laughs> Okay, Biker Dad. Everybody knows Biker Dad's one of my favorite sources. I really love Chris. We actually interviewed him and stuff like that on the show. Uh, so, a very good guy. He does a lot for the biker community as far as putting out all the good stuff. And then you come to the dark side with me. Uh, where... I try to get some good stuff out there, but, you know, he just puts it out more than I do. Uh, but you got to go see him at WKRG over at uh, 5 News. I believe he's out of Alabama. Really good guy. Uh, really into the lifestyle. He's more on, uh, you know, the rubbish part, but he's still a freaking good guy. So, uh, Kentucky's biker's body motorcycle found at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Sad state of affairs. Tigers. Welcome back to the 4 on 5. You may see a lot of motorcycles headed eastbound on I-10 this weekend into Florida. News director and biker dad blogger Chris Best is joining us live. Chris, it's Daytona Bike Week. Yeah, I think if I stop and listen, Mostly, I can actually hear those motorcycles <laughs> a few blocks away on I-10. Uh, Daytona Bike Week is back after the coronavirus concerns. It officially kicks off today and runs till March 14th, so it's really a little more than a week. Streets will be full of bikes and bikers, one of the biggest rallies in the U.S. every year. And with bikers itching to get on the road, it promised to, to draw a huge crowd this year. And Chris, I'm guessing organizers are taking precautions to try to limit the spread of COVID? Yes, they are limiting the number of people who can go inside of businesses and requiring masks inside. But out on the streets, the bikers party mask free. The city debated whether to even give a permit to the event, but it's made clear that the bikers were going to come whether they wanted them to or not. Very true. And you also have some news about two of your favorite things, motorcycles, of course, and coffee. 
Uh, we're not going to talk about coffee, Chris. Uh, but, yeah, Daytona's going on right now. And wait till you see who got arrested over in Daytona. Sad state of affairs. But first, this one right here. Sad stuff, man. Sad stuff. Uh, Grand Canyon, Arizona. The search for a missing Kentucky man ended with his body and his motorcycle found in the Grand Canyon. The National Park Service found the man's body and his bike Wednesday after searching for him for days. Park rangers say John Pennington, 40, of Walton, Kentucky, was found 465 feet below the canyon's rim. Man. Uh, the release says, in part, uh, Pennington was believed to enter the Grand Canyon on or around February 23rd, and abandoned his personal vehicle. An investigation into the incident is being conducted by the National Park Service. Sad state of affairs. Throughouts go out to the family, man. Man, but uh, go over there and visit uh, Chris Best over at Biker Dad, man. I love him. Uh, now, Daytona 200, the Volusia Half Mile, will run this weekend. Uh, although much of the U.S. is still facing COVID-19 restrictions, Daytona Bike Week is going ahead, and so is the Daytona 200 Road Race, as well as the Volusia Half Mile Flat Track. Oh, boy, I love flat track, man. That's why I love spring and summer, man. The, oh, the sounds of freaking flat tracking, man. Uh, the 2020 Daytona 200 was canceled because of COVID. Remember, this whole coronavirus uh, pandemic started to hit uh, North America at the end of last February and start of uh, March. Racers were on site at the track in Daytona when uh, President Trump declared a state of emergency. Uh, according to the Daytona International Speedway website, the organizers plan to go ahead with a limited number of fans in attendance this year. Hmm. Over the past few years, the Canadian contingent hasn't been as strong as it was through the 90s and early 2000s, and there are no Canucks at this year's race due to the border restrictions. However, Alaman TT star Michael Dunlop should be at this year's race. It's hard to imagine he'll win his first race on the bank track, but he certainly adds an interesting uh, storyline. Man, that Isla Man. <laughs> Nasty race. Uh, other races that uh, racers you can watch are Danny Eslick, uh, who's working for his fifth win at the 200, and Kyle Wyman, who's looking to repeat his 2019 victory. Uh, remember that Daytona 200 is now a race for the 600 Super Sports as leader bikes shred their tires at the Speedway. You can uh, see it on NBC Sports Gold on Saturday, March 13th at 1 p.m. Central St or Eastern Time. My fault. My fault. And uh, the American Flat Track is uh, kicking off as well. Two races at the Volusia Speedway. Uh, the Volusia Half Mile runs Friday, March 12th. And the Volusia Half Mile 2 runs the next day at 7 p.m. American Flat Track, you can see that one on the internet. I'll actually share it to our Facebook page. So you can watch it, uh, all the trials and stuff like that. Now, we got some, you know, Krabby Patties. Krabby Patties about Bike Week. I'm worried that Bike Week will be a 
deadly coronavirus super spreader event. That's the same thing they were doing with Sturges, man. Unfreaking real. You know what? You got to love the media. If you don't do what they want, they always out there making you look bad. Super spreader event. What, 300 out of 400,000 people uh, got that stuff over there? It's like, really, get over it for once. It is beyond ironic that the same day, March 5th, the News Journal editorializes about good news for Volusia County residents on the vaccination front and reports hundreds of Volusia school workers have been vaccinated. You know what? I've been on the list forever and I haven't seen nothing. More than 5 million doses of vaccines have been given. And you know what? They're going, they're getting to the headline here. Uh, yes, the event will bring 300,000 to 500,000 biker enthusiasts to Volusia County and provide millions of dollars and a badly needed economic shot in the arm to some local businesses and residences. Well, yeah, I think it's 75 million uh, is the estimate. But it also, and here's the kicker, may prove to be a super spreader of COVID uh, infections at a time when the most valuable item in the many people's wallets is a laminated vaccine card. Ever since the Daytona Beach City Commission voted 6-1 to one in January to allow the event, Letters to the paper have alternated between the, those fortunate enough to have obtained the vaccine and those frustrated by failure to obtain it. Blame it on the bikers! I told you this was coming. Daytona Mayor Derek Henry, who jumped the line to obtain his vaccine, of course he did, he's a politician. Even the naysayers last year, when they say, I, you know what, you shouldn't take the vaccine, it was risked, they the first assholes right in front of the line. Daytona Mayor Derek Henry, who jumped the line again to obtain the vaccine, said, We will live with our decision to allow Bike Week and hope and pray for the best. They act like people don't know uh, how to protect themselves. You know, it's always government do best for us, idiots. Or die because of the decision. You know what's so melodramatic, man? Some might call the commission's decision uh, Neanderthal thinking, in the words of Joe Biden. Dude, he don't. He was born when the Neanderthals walked this earth, man. He's a crazy dude, man. He's all freaking demented and stuff, and he's got nuclear codes. Uh, he opposed early reopenings of business as usual. Let's hope that while bikers may bring in tons of money, they do not also bring tons of new COVID cases to Volusia. Dennis Brio, do go home to your nursing home and shut the hell up is what I have to tell you. you... Now, sad state of affairs, man. The naked cowboy was arrested while performing at Pike Week. He's arrested on panhandling misdemeanor charge. That's unknown. Unreal. And see, that's why I don't like these corporate freaking rallies, man. I really don't. I can't stand them. Man, you used to run around naked. You used to have titties flying everywhere. And now you can't even have a naked cowboy performing. I'm, that's stupid. 
Times Square performer known as the Naked Cowboy was arrested on a misdemeanor panhandling charge while working a gig at Bike Week in Daytona Beach. Court records show Robert Burke, 51, who is widely known for wearing only white briefs, boots, and a cowboy hat while playing a brightly colored guitar, was arrested Saturday while performing at the annual event. And they actually got a uh, video. Uh, there's a little sissy right there. I'm not talking about the cowboy. I'm talking about the broad. He's handcuffed, man. He ain't naked. Oh, she getting all hostile. That's bad, man. That's messed up. They picking on the naked cowboy. He ain't even naked. What's wrong with you people? She's a little uh, sassy thing, man. Messed up, man. He arresting the naked cowboy. Uh, the defendant began taking photographs with multiple bystanders. While bystanders place United States currency inside the guitar center hole in the area Main Street, which is approximately 10 feet from the front door of a commercially zoned property. The defendant's actions violate Daytona Beach City Ordinance 661, uh, an officer wrote. <laughs> Stop going to these damn rallies, man. I'm sick of these cops. Dudes out there trying to make a living, you're being an asshole. Uh, he was released from jail uh, following a first appearance hearing. Uh, an attorney for Burke of uh, Woodside, New York, was not listed on the court records. Uh, the Naked Cowboy showed him performing and taking pictures with fans. A video posted and it shows the uh, whole nine yards. How you going to arrest the Naked Cowboy, man? What's wrong with you people? Assholes. Anyway, we're going to go over to, by God, West Virginia. Uh, Marion County murder trial begins in 2018 shooting incident involving motorcycle gang. This by the WBOY 12 new staff, Fairfont, uh, West Virginia. Trial began Monday for a man accused in a 2018 fatal shooting incident. James Vincent is charged with first-degree murder in the death of Luke Grab in September of that year, following jury selection, which, by the way, you see all that jury selection going on right now for that cop up in Minnesota. I'm telling you guys, be careful up there. are going to be rioting and stuff. Everybody going to be coming out of the cages. All the zoo stuff going to happen. I don't know, man. Be careful up there. Uh, the prosecution told the jury that the incident was first-degree murder and that jurors would hear about violent criminal organization, including motorcycle gangs. You know, there has to be something about suppressing that type of crap, man, because basically what they're doing is putting the clubs on trial, and I hope that the defense attorney actually counters that with all the good. You know, if they're going to bring that type of stuff up, maybe it's time for the defense attorneys to go against it and stop just using that toy for tot stuff. Give a good explanation of how they got on. You know what? Hire old Hollywood. I'll be a consultant on this case. Fly me out there, and I'll freaking help you out. I'll, I'll take care of it, okay? I'll take care of it. The prosecution told the jury that the incident was first-degree murder again. And uh, according to the prosecution, Vincent was the, quote, top dog 
of the Pagan's Motorcycle Club. Huh? Maybe in that area. Anyway, uh, is classified by the United States Department of Justice and is an outlaw motorcycle gang. Uh, it started. It stated Monday that Vincent Lurd gra uh, grabbed, uh, or Lurd grabbed to his house. That was a messed up thing. Here's the name grabbed, and then there's grab, whatever. And explained that grab was a pagan until he was kicked out of the club. The prosecution described that grab was shot four times in the kneecaps and then dragged to a pinch gut hollow and dumped in a ditch so he could suffer a torturous slow death. During opening statements, the defense questioned whether or not uh, Vincent intentionally killed him. It explained that there was no taped conversation that Vincent heard in which Grab stated he was going to rob. Uh, on September 24th of 2018, Vincent invited Grab over to his house where he had uh, a bunch of friends over. Grab showed up with methamphetamines to share. Well, at least he shared. And they ate some food and hung out with approximately seven people. Before Grab left, uh, Vincent confronted him about the recording and the planned robbery. The defense explained to the jurors. Hmm. During the confrontation, Grab admitted that it was his voice on the tape, and the tension escalated. Grab stood up and appeared to be reaching for a gun, at which time Vincent shot four times. Self-defense. Self-defense. The defense told the jury that witnesses will testify that they thought Vincent was shooting at the ground as several of the shots missed but ricocheted off concrete walls causing some of Grab's injuries. It's plausible. It's plausible. Further, the defense argued that Vincent asked two friends to take Grab to get help at which time they dragged him about 75 feet through a gravel driveway in a yard and put him in the SUV. The driver was afraid to take Grab to a hospital because he was high on a methamphetamine and Grab was yelling for them to just drop him off, which they did. A passerby then uh, found Grab still alive, but he died from blood loss before getting to the hospital. Interesting. Sounds like a sense of self-defense case to me. I don't know about you guys, but hey, you know, but I do hope that they really go after this freaking, uh, this is their chance to hit them. Because the prosecution's going to go after the pagans. A lot of pagan stuff this week. Uh, but anyway, going to go after them. Uh, they have to reverse this somehow, man. I'm just saying. I'm just So, uh, what do you guys think? I think that really needs to happen where they give a whole freaking speech or something and show freaking their little boards and say, hey, it's only a few people that are within clubs that do this hell. A uh, story we did yesterday was about the untouchables in Danville. That's Leo. And they're up for murder. Now, are they a criminal gang? I don't hear any of that out of the newspapers. No, I do not. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, I say. Well, interesting. Everybody's been waiting for this right here. Okay, here we are. United States District Court of New Jersey. Uh, this is uh, ver well, United States of America versus Keith Richter, a.k.a. Conan. 
one Cerro uh, Piria, the undersigned complaint being a duly sworn state. Uh, the following is true and correct to the best of her knowledge and belief. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Uh, what do we go here? Uh, I got to go down here for a second and grab another one. My fault. My fault. Okay. Does it work? Yeah, it does work now. I'm getting used to the screen sharing stuff. Give me a break. Anyway, it goes on. I, Cyril Panera, am a special agent with the Bureau of Ata uh, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. You guys are the most corrupt out of the federal ones, man. You ATFers, man. You, you're corrupt. Look what you did in Waco. Killing all them people. Nasty business. I am fully familiar with the facts set forth herein based on my own investigation, my conversations with other law enforcement officers, and my review of reports, documents, and photographs of the evidence. Where statements of others are related herein. They are related in part, substance and part because this complaint is being submitted for a limited purpose. Limited purpose. Hmm. I have not set forth each and every fact that I know concerning this investigation where I assert that an event took place on a particular day. Then it goes on to uh, say the Pagans Motorcycle Club is an outlaw motorcycle gang. You know, they always start with that one, don't they? Uh, it goes on. You know, I don't have to go through all that stuff, right, about how he serves as the national president. You guys get that. You know that. Okay. Anyway, on or about February 20th of 2021, the Pagans hosted a party in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, at approximately 7 a.m. on that date, Richter left his residence in Bay Shore, New York, in a white GMC. How did you guys know he left at 7 a.m.? The plot thickens right now. He arrived at the party sometime around noon. At approximately 11.10 p.m., Richter left the Pagan's party as a passenger. In the GMC while another member of the Pagans, Individual 1, drove. So there was somebody else in that car. Remember when I was saying in the last episode, how do they even know it's his gun? While the party was ongoing, law enforcement learned that Richter was in possession of a firearm. Learned they had an informant in there. They got a rat in there. Yes, they do. They got a rat. Rat, rat, rat. Uh, as you notice on this document, it is in like bold Richter. Got a freaking rat. As a result of that information, law enforcement performed a motor vehicle stop on uh, the GMC after it left the party. They were tailing them the whole time. If you've never been to a club party, that's what they do. They're always out there with the license plates, and they follow you around like little freaking morons. Uh, during the stop, law enforcement searched the GMC and recovered a firearm from a hollowed-out compartment underneath the cup holder 
in the front seat center console. Wait a second here. Time out, time out. Hollywood's here. <laughs> Lawyer Hollywood's here. It was in between them. He wasn't in possession out of it. It was in a compartment. Now the question becomes, whose car is it? Was it Conan's or this other guy's? It's in the center panel. So you can't say it was his. At that point, if you cannot determine whose it is, it goes to the car owner. Because it's their car. Oh, reasonable doubts coming, baby. Go all the way. Screw a deal. Uh, at approximately 1.30 a.m. on or about February 21st, law enforcement, they had a, ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. Uh, it was a hollowed out compartment. Very interesting. Uh, the firearm was identified as a Ruger P35-45 Kale. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the serial number. And hey, it had a serial number. So it's not like they're trying to hide anything here. Loaded with at least one round. After seizing the firearm, the ammunition, law enforcement advised Richter and Individual 1 that they were free to leave. As Richter and an Individual 1 re-entered the GMC, a special agent for the Bureau of Alcohol... Yeah, I heard Richter say in a sum of the substance, I guess they didn't find it. Get the hell out of here! Now that's some made-up crap right there, man. Uh, the firearm were manufactured outside of the state of New Jersey and thus necessarily traveled in interstate commerce. In addition, Richter himself traveled across state lines with the firearm and ammunition from Lancaster, Pennsylvania to East Windsor. On or about September 4th, Richter was convicted in the United States District Court for Eastern District of New York of felony offenses, including one account of conspiracy to commit murder and native racketeering and two accounts of attempted deal. He was released on or about March 1st of 2012. It sounds like you got a personal issue, don't ya? Jackass. Unfreaking real, man. Unfreaking real. Uh, now, let's go over here uh, to another image here. Let's see what this one is. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let's go to this one. Hey, I'm learning, huh? There's a C, uh, circle here and a question mark. I'm not going to tell you who my source is, so don't even ask. After seizing the firearm and ammunition, law enforcement advised Richter and Individual 1... And now this is after season it. They were free to leave. Then this other one comes and contradicts themselves and says, they heard Richter say, I guess they didn't find it. They already seized it, you dummy. What's wrong with you? They already seized it. And hopefully the damn judge can see that. Nasty, man. This is what these people do. They're crazy. So the gun was found in the center 
of both of them. It was in a hidden compartment. So they're placing the blame on him. Well, what about fingerprints? What happened if dude pulled out the gun and said, hey, look at my new piece? And he, you know, mistakenly touched it, was looking at it. Everybody likes a good firearm. So, hey, cool, man. Gave it back, didn't wipe it off. That's how you get rid of the fingerprint there. Reasonable doubt in this case is huge. Huge. I think he has a way to beat it, man. Just looking at that report, it's like, damn, man, you guys assholes? These cops? You stupid? Well, I heard them say, I guess they didn't find it. You assholes seized it already. And you let them go. You know, you ATF bastards, man. You're something else. You really are. You're something else, man. Always lying to get people caught up in stuff. But hopefully, uh, you know, the pagans have some kind of free Conan stuff going on. Send it over there, and we'll put it up in our description box. Help us uh, raise some money on this very inconvenient case, man. Inconvenient. And boy, do they got a rat somewhere in there. Because if they knew when he left for that party at 7 a.m. And when he was leaving, they got a cop in there. They got an informant. They got somebody that is close to him that knows something. Sorry to say that. I hate to. It's not cool. But hey, it is what it is. How else would they have found out? The wiretaps and stuff. What do they do? Put it under his freaking car? I don't know. But they knew exactly when he was leaving. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show, and China Dow is going to be with to celebrate the 500. We're going to be taking phone calls, so don't you guys be scary asses and not call in. We're going to have some fun doing that. Uh, don't forget to uh, check out our donate link. Please consider donating. If you have already, you're awesome. You keep the show going. We really appreciate that, man. It's a hard business out there nowadays. Uh, a lot different than when I first started out. So go over to MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com or you can go to our Discord server and there's a radio room there everybody gathers in. There's like a, it's always packed in there. You'll have fun with everybody. Uh, just fun stuff in the Discord. Or get the Xeno app. Download us there. But I will see you on the second half of the show. Don't forget, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm rocking with Hollywood, baby. Playing some good tunes. See you over on the ha second half, guys and gals.